Are you in your early 20s and feel like you're learning, growing, and lost at the same time? Do you ever feel like you're still too young to have it all figured out, but also too old to still be figuring it out? Or some days you may be on the high and other days you may be feeling low. Either way, something about our 20s, the podcast is just for you. We'll be discussing all of these life experiences, changes, and growing pains that come with these 20-somethings. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis, and just like you, I'm taking things day by day because let's be real, adulting is a lot. So let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Something About Our 20s. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis, and today's topic is soulmates can come as friends too. I am so excited for the special guest today. I have my best friend Kayla with me and we'll be discussing the topic of friendships. Kayla, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Kayla Danielle. I'm 24 years old. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. I work in communications and marketing and I also own a business called Case Nade. Please bear with me today. I'm just getting over a cold. And what does she say? Let's just get into it. Yes, let's get into it. I am... <laughs> love talking about friendships because I feel like friendships in your 20s are really a roller coaster. So we're going to be covering a few topics about being friends and how they can come as a soulmates too, but also how our friendship developed and different struggles that we have had and are still having in our friendship. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's talk about how we met first. Okay. We met from school. What was that? Like middle school? Yeah. No, well, really before then. It was fourth, fifth grade. Yeah, we knew each other. We knew each other. Like, so we, I don't want to say we met like then, but that was when we were aware of who you were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We knew each other, of course, as we went to school together. Mm -hmm. And then we really didn't start connecting until like. That was middle school. That's why I said that. Like seventh grade. It's like the first conversations. Yeah, conversations. But we didn't get (laughs) close until like ninth. Eighth, ninth, yeah. Eighth, ninth, yeah. So at first we didn't talk for real, and then we hung out, like, for the first time. Mm -hmm. What was that? It's when we was with your aunt, and we went to the grocery store. Remember? That was the first time? That was the first time we hung out. Was it really? Like, one-on-one, one-on-one. Like, okay. Like, going over each other's house. Okay, well, that was a crazy time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think from then we just clicked, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think gravitated us to each other that it grew into us being best friends? I don't know. Besides, like, I do think that when we first, like, started talking, like, we had similar morals, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, back then I didn't cuss like that. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I didn't cuss at all, for real. I was kind of private then. I wasn't really, like, as open as I am now. Then school, we both play instruments. Yeah. And then we had mutual friends. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And the more that we talked and spent time together, Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, okay. Like, we really connected. Like, oh, okay, I actually kind of like this girl. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of friendships happen when they're unexpected, too, Mm because I just never would have thought. No, it was unexpected. Because remember I told you, I met you in fourth grade, and I said, I don't know about that girl. I don't know why you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure about that. (laughs) So, let's name an ick that we have for one another. Okay, you can start. I would say my ick. So, say if we go out Mm -hmm. and we're having a nice time, y'all. 
and we're enjoying ourselves and say a song come on and it's like an in your feelings type of song it will make her get in her feelings it doesn't matter the type of night she's having if she's having a time or not she will sit there and get in her feelings and that's my ick that's my (laughs) ick because why has the song affected you in that way but i love music so like (laughs) music for me like if i hear a song and i clicked with something that happened to me with that like before we went out when i'm hearing it i'm like dang like uh it's replaying everything again i snap back after that i just need a good song yeah it takes a minute (laughs) my ick would be makai has this thing where she asks me the same question Like 15 million times. And I'm sitting there like, I thought I answered this through text, through the phone. Now we're in person. And you're asking me again. Or she'll she'll even, we'll talk about a whole outfit. And I've seen the outfit. I said yes a million times. She'll come and say, what you think about this? I, I put this on. I've seen it. <laughs> I really think it's because I'm so indecisive. And yes. so I have to keep asking just to like make sure because I'm not sure myself. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I'm sure. <laughs> I just need to make sure. And then if somebody says no, like the opposite of what I'm thinking, I'm like, well, why do you think that? Why? Yeah. What's the reason why? Oh, you do. That's another it. <laughs> so what's one way we're different that affected our relationship, which resulted in adjusting the way that we show up for each other? I know you smell it because you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Makai has a thing where if she's going through something or she's not in a good mood, she just goes ghost like Casper, like going. And I, <laughs> it really took a lot of adjustment for me because I'm like, girl, how am I texting you one day all day and then the next day you just don't respond to me? And I really used to take it personal, like, is there a problem? But then I just got adjusted to that's who she is. So I just make sure, like, to give her space. And if it's too long, then I'll just call, like, okay. So we're going to have to talk about this because what's going on? Yeah, that's true. I'm, like, the type of person, if I'm going through something, I just shut down. And I'm just, like, my energy's off. So I'm just not trying to bother anybody mm-hmm. with it. And I don't want to feel like a burden or whatever or bring people's day down. So I'm like, let me get myself together. <laughs> And then I'm going to go talk to her about it. I think that's like the biggest one that Mm -hmm. we had to adjust to for real was the way I react when I'm going through something because that started to make you feel like it was something about our friendship Mm -hmm. and it really wasn't. It was all me. So it was like, let's not take this personal, but it's also something that I've tried to work on. Mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to say like, hey, I'm just having a bad day. I think that's the biggest one. That is the biggest one. What is your favorite memory with each other? Mine would definitely be the Chris Brown concert. Yeah, That was a long time ago, but we were really excited to go see Chris Brown. You were. Like, it was a whole thing for sure. That Mm -hmm. was so fun. We got our hair done. We got our hair done, like, the same time. Yes. And then the next day, we wasn't into makeup then. Yeah. <laughs> but then we were ready. We was ready for that concert. That like, concert was we fun. We line. Like, the line is so long. We didn't care. Like, no. we was having a good time. We got good seats. We paid good money. Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, my God. Those tickets was kind of expensive. Yeah, but I, I don't regret it. We was, like, we had to be 19. Yeah. 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 
And that was so much fun. Like, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. What is a relationship destroyer that you feel like we've experienced in our friendship and how did we overcome it? Mm-hmm. So for people who are listening, there are four deconstructive behaviors, which is criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. And each of these can show up in a relationship and can like essentially destroy them. Which one of those do you feel like we've, battle with defensiveness okay i think that one for sure okay use the example oh god (laughs) (laughs) for example like sometimes i'll talk to you say i don't like this or i didn't like this and instead of like being that situation only like that i didn't like it like you'll take it as then i'm saying you're terrible (laughs) like you're terrible i can't believe you're telling me that this is who i am i'm like huh I guess in that situation, it felt like you were attacking my character, <laughs> and that's why I took it personal in the way that I did, mm-hmm. but that isn't a way that you should react. Like, if your friend is telling you something, try to, you know, not be so defensive, mm-hmm. which is, I could have I handled that one better. I just was very <laughs> much offended. <laughs> <laughs> But the way that we handled that was talking it out because I wanted to just walk away because I just was getting so upset. I'm like, I can't, I don't, no, that's not Stonewaller. No, I wanted to walk away to get away from the situation because I felt like I was getting so upset to the point where we couldn't have a conducive conversation. Stonewalling is saying you're intentionally going away from the conversation because you don't want to be intentional. It don't have to be intentional. (laughs) But it wasn't like I was going to walk away and never have a conversation with you again. I just Mm -hmm. needed a moment to, like, Mm -hmm. calm down. Because when I get upset or I get my feelings and stuff, I automatically cry. Like, I be mad and I'm crying. And I'll be upset and then I'll start crying. And it's like, no, like, I'm not sad. I'm just upset. Mm -hmm. So I just needed time to calm down. But. The defensiveness was the thing. Mm-hmm. So how has our friendship helped each of us mm-hmm. be a better friend? For me, I would say our friendship has helped me be a better friend, just like my communication style. Mm-hmm. I think that that has helped a lot because she communicates differently than me. So I think just giving more details and stuff like that, being more open mm-hmm. And I was able to do that with her because, you know, like when you find a friend and they become your best friend, it's like you feel safe with them. So I think that that comes like naturally with time for Mm -hmm. sure. What would you say? I would say just like some reflection on myself. I'm really not good at calling people. Yeah. Nor asking anyone to do anything like that's just not me. Like I do understand how that can make somebody feel like not like wanted or just feel like you don't want to do something with them like you don't want to engage with them like but that's not how it is at all for me personally just making sure that I'm actually like being aware of that and trying to change that in the future and I'm working on it but that goes into like the each of our childhoods and the way that we were raised Mm -hmm. so when you become friends with someone their different types of behaviors are based on their Mm -hmm. upbringing so she was raised to be like just independent Independent. in a sense I was a big like family person so 
if big things are happening, oh, I'm a call Mm -hmm. or, oh, I'm inviting people. It's like very much important for me to be surrounded and spend time with people who I have like close bonds Mm -hmm. with. Not saying it's not important for you, but if it's like something you need to do, you just go by yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't. She doesn't really call for real, (laughs) which is not a reflection of us, but just something that she needs to work on. (laughs) So I think that was good to um, know this and how being friends with someone can show you different things. Exactly. Mm Self. So let's talk about a time that we struggle in our relationship Mm -hmm. and why. And also, how was that resolved? Um, I would say a big struggle that we went through just a little while ago, though, was like being in a relationship. Okay. That was a big. Going back in time. <laughs> but that was a big one at that time. Like It was. It was. Was the relationship like, I was, well, I am sure. I'd be single for a long time. Like, I've been single for a long, 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 long time. And, like, I really didn't do the dating at all. Like, really. And so then when she got into a relationship, like, we used to be, like, stuck at the hip. Like, because we were in high school when it when it was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, then she was, like, kind of stuck at the hip with her man. And I'm like, okay, like, girl, what about your one man over here? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it was, like, kind of hard to adjust to that. And I kind of felt like I was just, like, okay, like, replaced in a way. Um, and I, we were struggling with that for a while. But it got resolved with, like, me just being open about how I felt. And then her just, like, learning, like, you know how to basically like even out time like and things like that during that time we were in high school like she said and i got into this is my first real relationship Mm -hmm. and it was very much given my man whatever (laughs) it was like i was just spending more of my time with him Mm -hmm. and i think that when you're close and your best friend gets into a relationship things kind of change because you have to split up your time but Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking of splitting up my time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking sometimes when I incorporated her in our plans that, okay, like, we're still doing things, but mm-hmm. I needed to spend more one-on-one time with her. So that's something that I definitely worked on. And I think it also comes with age sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely something to mm-hmm. work on. So I was glad that she was open about it because I didn't have a clue that you felt that way. Yeah, but I say that now because I feel like that even, like, now, like, what we went through then helps now. Yeah. Like, it's something just to be mindful of in general. Yeah. To just be mindful if we get into a relationship to spend time with mm-hmm. one another. Still make time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say a time that we've struggled, which is kind of recently. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a good one. Okay. You know how we all have our experiences where we're, you know, we're messing with someone, we're in a relationship <laughs> with someone, and you tell your friends, like, what's going on, right? And if something happens or whatever, you tell them. So one thing that we really struggle on is I didn't like the other individual, and it was just like, uh, just no. Like, I, I personally felt some type of way so much because I love her, and I know her worth that I was like, ill, like, no. I have a problem with him, too. Mm-hmm. That created a conflict because she's more of like a just play it off Mm -hmm. and I do bad with playing things off she doesn't do it at all (laughs) 
I have trouble with playing it off. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we had to talk about. For example, recently we had went out and we would see the individual and I would just roll my eyes if I came across his path not knowing it because I just my facial expressions just come automatically and sometimes I don't know what I'm doing but it would be the rolling of the eyes and maybe something etc to me like just showing basically that like I just don't like you I'm not fond of you as a person just because of the way that you treated someone who I care about and that would lead to him feeling some type of way and expressing his concerns to her, which then leaves her in the middle. And you could talk a little bit about how you perceived it and how it affected you. So then me being in the middle, it was just kind of a hard place for me to be in because I know I would talk to my best friend about things I was going through. And at the time, like, sometimes I'd be like, I'm so over this, like, I'm done, like, I'm ready to just move forward, be done with this situation I was in. And in reality, like, that is what I felt, but that's not everything I was actually doing. Like, I still was in that situation at the time. So it was just kind of hard for me to balance out, like, my own feelings and then telling telling my best friend that's how I felt, but then actually still being in that situation. And I think it was kind of confusing. That was also a situation where it was, like, really, like, mindful of in general, and we really saw differences in each other. Because I'll voice to her how much I don't like somebody. Like, I don't like them. Like, I don't like them for you, like, etc. But in front of them, like, I don't display that. Just because I, if she's going to continue to mess with them, I don't want to putting no extra stuff into it. But like when it was the other way around, it's like we're totally opposites because I'm able to do that. But she, uh-uh. Yeah, but also in that case, it was like you were done. Mm-hmm. You know, you said you were done. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, like you keep bothering her, like leave her alone. <laughs> and I think that sometimes friends go into protective mode. Mm-hmm. I learned that you can't be mad at your friend for trying to do that. You can only tell them what you want them to do and what you don't want them to do. But people in your circle, like your family, your friends, when you tell them something and they care about you, it's in their instinct to protect you, to hold you away from something that is hurting you. So like, I'm not mad or whatever about her wanting me to be protected and safe and away from something that's not good for me. It's just in that moment, like, those situations were not good. Yeah. <laughs> were not good. And and it could have been better without saying anything. But I understand the instinct, the natural instinct you have of, no, like, we're not doing that. And I think all in all, in the end of it, it just wasn't putting me in a good place in neither one of my relationships with her or with him. And we just had to create some boundaries and have some conversations for us moving forward, me and her, and as well in my situation I was in at the time. Yeah, so I thought the communication was very important to have and just understanding each of our sides and knowing how to move forward. That really helped and helped us to hear each other out and to be cognizant of each other's feelings. So that was a really, that was a big struggle, I would say. And you never want a man or anybody to come into Come in between your friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what are one or two things that you wouldn't change about me? The number one thing is, like, loyalty. Um, She's such a private person, like, <laughs> in general, but, like, She's so private that you know that she'll never tell your business to someone else because 
like her privacy is serious to her so your privacy is serious to her as well so like that's like the number one thing i say is like i never have to question loyalty at all and i feel like even after you stop being friends with somebody like Mm you still shouldn't tell their business. That's just wrong to mm-hmm. me. I would say one thing about you that I wouldn't change is just like the way that you show up. Mm-hmm. Like she's really big on showing up for people and she does that for people that she loves. Like you can always count on her to be there if you need her. It was great to find that in somebody else because I feel like it's hard to find people who mm-hmm. will show up for you because being a friend is more than just, mm-hmm. hey girl, let's talk on the phone, let's go shopping. Exactly. Like, no. What is one way you feel like we differ? Oh, differ. Okay. Um, like, as far as just personalities? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, like, and this is weird because, like, she's an extrovert, but, like, not like me. Yeah. Like, like I don't know how to put it. Like, it's like... Okay, so I'm an extrovert, and but, like, if I'm in front of people, like, you will see my personality, but I don't give too much unless Mm -hmm. I know you. Whereas Kayla. You're, like, quiet. Yes. But she's not quiet. Because I have to read the room. And if Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable around certain people, I'm going to just sit there and, you know, say a few things, but not too much Mm -hmm. because I'm not comfortable in that space yet. Mm -hmm. But Kayla, it doesn't really matter unless – she goes into a room where she really doesn't feel good yeah, about no. it, but she'll just talk, talk, talk. I'm, I sit there like, girl, <laughs> and we get in the car, and she's like, girl, you were just talking to those people, <laughs> like, I'm like what? <laughs> like I would just be cool. Child, she just gets to talk. I don't talk about anything. <laughs> I just be sitting there like, okay, but I get to that point too if I mm-hmm. feel comfortable in that space, and depending on what the space is. And then the roles are reversed because I'm like, okay, but we have to move on. Yeah. (laughs) Enough talking to them. Because a lot of people always say that we act so much alike, but Mm -hmm. we really, like, as we grew in our friendship, we were like, no, we actually have differences. Mm -hmm. I feel like our mannerisms and the way that we move are Mm -hmm. very much alike. Like, our morals are Mm -hmm. the same. But the way that we sometimes... I think how we portray ourselves is the same. same. And that's where people get it like twisted like the way we carry ourselves we walk in the room how we navigate life like what we're saying to people like how we're treating people whether they're strangers or people close to us like that looks similar yeah and sometimes the way we talk yeah yeah um and we're very dramatic yes so that's similar but like everything else to me is different yeah and i think that you have to know us to know the difference like if we just walking in and people like oh hey like Oh, that's Makai and Kayla. Oh, they're best friends. Oh, my God. They're just alike. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, actually. Actually, you're wrong. Yeah. And every time they say that, she'll tell you. I'm like, no. But it shows a lot, though. Yeah, it does. And people, when they see me, like, they'll bring her up. Mm-hmm. and be like well why aren't you out of town i saw she's out of town yeah like goodness it's just like people be like well where's kayla well, exactly. how are you like, and kayla exactly just because we like form that bond people know about it mm-hmm. and typically like this is the person that i'm always with for the most part we both have different experiences with friendships mm. oh yeah we do so I think that when you become friends with someone and you have different experiences with friendships, it can, like, 
affect mm-hmm. your friendships in different ways. Um, so just to explain a little bit more, I have experiences with friendships where a lot of them, well, some of them have went left. Like I've been betraying a lot of my friendships. Mm-hmm. So Kayla, explain your friendship dynamics with other people. Um, I have, I have a good amount of friends. I have friends from Lily Elementary have friends from my sorority Mm -hmm. i have friends from college i have friends from childhood in general um and sometimes that could be like dang like she got a lot of friends like in a way um but it's not a bad thing no it's not a bad thing but like it's just completely different for us because it's like i don't really i have had like those situations like Uh you but i feel like that since i met new people like, I don't want to say it replaced those relationships, but it replaced that pain. Got you. I want to say. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, like, I had to learn that sometimes, like, her, like she'll say something, and I'm like, huh? Like, like what? Like, what do you mean? And I'll take it I'll take it to offense because I'm like, I'm your friend. Like, but I think that it's hard for me to grasp, like, what she's been through, even in recent cases, because I think mine was further away, like, uh-huh. in recent places, like, as a person, because... I'm like, okay, but we can make new friends. Yeah, I think my thing is I don't have a problem with making new friends, mm-hmm. but when you have different experiences with friendships in the past and you've experienced, like, you know, bad friends or whatever, mm-hmm. you have this sense of wall that comes up. So I'm really, like, guarded sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll get to know people for sure. Like, I have friends, but when it comes to making new friends and stuff mm-hmm. i'm really like it takes me some time to process it and make mm-hmm. sure that you're genuine just to make sure that i really click and i can mm-hmm. trust them that's the well, biggest thing yeah or when people try to shoot their friend shot at her i have to tell her like they're trying to be your friend <laughs> text her back she's trying to be your friend <laughs> i have and, and she's like girl no she not like i don't really know like girl yes she is like yeah, mm-hmm. that's something I need to do better on because I mm-hmm. have like probably fumbled people's trying to be my friend <laughs> just because I wasn't looking at it in that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is a saying, life hack, habit, activity, or so forth that you learned and or do naturally that you got from being around me? Now, this one is so funny and like, yes, it's weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like when I met Makaya, like she'll have gum and Makaya is so stingy sometimes. Like anything that's food, like it's very stingy. And I was like, can I get a piece of gum? And she gave me half a piece of the gum. I'm like, um, are you going to give me the other half of the gum? She's like, no, that's what you need. I do not give full <laughs> pieces of gum. She doesn't even do it for herself. Like, I don't. And I have to be aware of that. Like I'm like, you're weird. Like, but now I do it. But... I do it because I feel like one piece of gum is just too much for me now. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's too much flavor yes, at one time. It's too much. That's why I do half pieces. That is so funny because so, I do that yeah. with everybody. Like, <laughs> But it's weird. Like, And I even do it to people now, too. And they look at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> they get mad. So something that mm-hmm. I have picked up on saying a lot that Kayla says a lot, too, is lordy. Like... <laughs> I literally say it. I literally say it. If something happens, it's like, oh, Lordy. Lordy. (laughs) I do say that. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Lordy. So, we're going to end off on a question just to 
Talk about what's something that we cherish about our friendship. Okay. You want me to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I feel like something that I cherish about our friendship is is really the bond, number Mm -hmm. one. I feel like we have such a strong bond that even though sometimes you feel like I'm questioning uh, where, (laughs) like the way you feel about our friendship Mm -hmm. is that it really holds a special place in my heart. And I think that I just cherish the fact that we both like are able to show up for each other. We both Mm -hmm. can lean on each other. Like it's never a time where I feel like, oh, she don't care about like, what I have to say or anything like that because you try to reassure me in that way. Mm-hmm. We go through our hard times together for the mm-hmm. most part and like we're growing together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really like important because that's hard to find. Yeah. Mine is like kind of similar. Like I think recently what I've learned to cherish like is the growing thing. Like earlier I was talking about how I was a certain way when we first met. Like, and I'm not that same person. Like, and seeing that we're two different people, and we've been through a lot of different things now, mm-hmm. like whether it be good or bad things, and we still have be have have maintained this friendship is big. I think that's like a lot of acknowledgement. I feel like that the thing of like what we cherish about our friendship is the friendship, yeah. like, and is the person. Like, I really cherish and I respect the woman she's becoming, um, and hopefully the same way. Like, I yes, believe so, yes. <laughs> but like, I think that. Like, that's beautiful because it's not a lot of people that I run into that are still friends with people from even five years ago. Yeah. And it's a lot of people that I know go through a lot of new, like, it's always a new friendship they have to get because they're losing those friendships. And so it's important to know that no matter what we went through, we have maintained being this close. And it's not just something that we notice because people that we've known since we were kids know it too. Yeah, I agree. And I think that we've survived a lot like graduating high school going to different colleges Mm -hmm. being long distance Mm -hmm. and then experiencing like post-grad stuff Mm -hmm. experiencing different things in our family dynamics Mm -hmm. that change heartbreak just personal internal things that we've dealt with and tried to overcome so I think that's special Mm -hmm. to find that person and know that you can lean on them is important Mm -hmm. yeah I agree so, I would say you can find a soulmate and a friend, too. I agree. Yeah. And I feel like that soulmates are not just romantic, but right. very much platonic. Yes. And that it's important to find somebody in this, that's regular as a soulmate to me and not just a romantic one because it really will help you in your romantic relationship as well. So. Yes, for sure. I think that it's important to value friendship. If you don't have no friends... Try to branch out and at least make one because mm-hmm. you need a community, even if it's one or two people that will be there for you because life can get lonely if you don't have mm-hmm. anybody. And I understand that it can be hard to make friends or when you lost a good friend that you, or someone you thought was good and was going to stay in your life to make another one. But I feel like that don't be scared to um, get out your comfort zone and make another one because that could be your soulmate right there that you didn't see coming. And make sure you communicate with your friends. Mm -hmm. Make sure that um, you reassure them if they need it. And just love them and support them in the way that they need it. Because sometimes we have to be supported differently. Yes. And going back to that soulmate thing, we have to learn people's love languages Mm -hmm. and friendships too. 
It's yeah. not just romantic. Yeah, because I'm like a big on acts of service <clears throat> for my love language, but I know you're big on quality time. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we have to you know do like Mm -hmm. i have to spend more quality time with her and sometimes active services are more important for me Mm -hmm. rather than sometimes quality time Mm -hmm. so yeah just learn your friend and be a good friend (laughs) (laughs) anything else you want to say (laughs) (laughs) well i thought that this episode was really good Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining thank y'all for listening and getting some insight on our friendship Mm -hmm. and the lessons that we've learned and i really hope that you could take what we said today something and like put it into the friendships that you have now or future ones that are to come would you like to drop your instagram or anything i do have a lemonade business yeah and and we will be rebranding and coming out again soon here in cincinnati ohio and hopefully open to other states so just stay tuned to that my instagram is k's underscore nade yes go follow (laughs) her go support black businesses Mm -hmm. and i will talk to y'all soon thank you so much for listening to this episode make sure you leave a review follow something about our 20s on instagram and stay tuned for the next episode which will be coming soon